I guess I'm counting up. That's probably not the way to do this. But we all know how Duck Labs is. Welcome in, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thirsty Thursday. Happy Thursday that feels like a Tuesday because we were all off on the real Tuesday. But tomorrow's Friday. So it's like Thursday, Tuesday, Friday, Eve. I'm not 100% sure, but welcome in. Happy Thursday. It is officially, 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 oh, officially, the return of the Disfluencers podcast. Everyone, everyone clap. Go ahead. Thank you. Finished? All right, cool. Excited. Look, uh, it's been a hot minute. It's been actually pre-COVID since this whole thing uh, went went away, and I went back and listened to a couple episodes, and my God, uh, I apparently didn't know how to deal with audio back then. Not really. It was okay, but there's uh, pops and cracks. any rate, look, it's back. So look, if you're new around here, and I know some of you are, but if you're new to this, the Disfluencers podcast was actually the brainchild of Brandy and I, and we would have on... Uh, other influencers in the Disney community, but across like all social media platforms. So it wasn't just, hey, YouTube, um, podcasting, Instagram, TikTok. I don't think TikTok was huge back then. It's crazy to say. It's crazy to say. Uh, wasn't as big as it is now, that's for sure. But we would have a bunch of folks on to talk about not just Disney, but why they create and why they create specifically around Disney as a topic, right? So look, we enjoy it. We've always enjoyed it. We know we love Disney. So I figured we'd bring it back, right? And we're going to extend out outside of the YouTube world and, uh, we're going to have 119 seconds ago. I started YouTube. Why are we getting that specific? Anyhow, we have gone into the world of podcasting, the OG form of how we would get information from Disney on this whole fun thing called social media. If you remember back in the day of the early aughts, maybe for sure early teens of getting all of your Disney news. We all got it from podcasts. So uh, as much as it has been not cool and is now cool again, we are delving into the world of Disney podcasting. And first tonight, our guest from just some magic podcast, the just some magic podcast, just a magic podcast on Instagram and also on YouTube. Here is that link I shall post now. Shall welcome in Morgan Stark of the Just Some Magic podcast. Hello. Morgan, hello. <laughs> Happy, uh, what's today? Thursday. I said the that a lot, sixth. didn't I? Yes. <laughs> With the holidays, it's been all over the place. So it's crazy. It's, it's a valid time. It's a good to excuse it, essentially. Yes. Did did oh. you have a good fourth? I did. I did. I spent it with a dear friend um, who actually um, we she visited me out when I lived in California and 
the first and only or the first time I ever went to get my Harry Potter wand or went to Ollivander's, she got chosen. And she is the what? biggest Harry Potter fan I know. Nice. So we hung out um, on 4th of July. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, here's the real question. Um, local 4th of July fireworks. Meh, right? Oh my gosh. Um, my parents asked me if I watched any fireworks because I, I had plans with my own friends and they, I was right. like, uh, when, when you're so used to the high caliber of Disney, right. it's, it's cute to see the neighborhood fireworks shows, you know? So, yeah. So, so the, the, um, the fireworks display that we usually see on 4th of July locally, um, is, is actually pretty okay especially for central PA not being you know in a in a major city mm -hmm. um they do a pretty okay job there have been times in the past though where I have literally not listened to what they say to listen to you know how they put it out on the radio and all that fun stuff yes yes so so they wouldn't listen to that I'd play wishes <gasps> in my airpods <laughs> and it never lined up and it wasn't great but it, right. it, but for for times when you weren't at Disney, it was at least something, and it, oh, it at least pepped it up a bit. But mm -hmm. there was like a boatload of memes where it's like July Fourth, where everyone in the country says "Ooh, fireworks," and everyone who's been to Disney goes, eh. "Yeah," and it's it, about when true. you uh, choreograph fireworks to beautiful storytelling and music. It is the bar is set really high and you're almost ruined for all other fireworks. So if you don't want to see or don't want your local fireworks to be ruined, don't go to say at a Disney park and watch the nighttime it's fireworks. Well, They're wonderful. And and don't get nerdy about it. Like we are, because then it's like, Ooh, I'm watching, you know, happily ever after Friday nights on resort TV one all the time or, you know, whatever Steve's world, all things fun. Hey, no shame stuff, so. in that. Absolutely. No shame in that. <laughs> Not at all. So Morgan, thank you for coming on. Appreciate thank you joining you for having us. Me. Uh for for everyone out there, uh Morgan and I did an episode on her show which will be coming out in a couple weeks, I believe. Yes. If you don't know the date, it's all good. Um but that will be coming out at some point, but uh it just happened to work out that you mm -hmm. were free and we were starting this week. So yes. Look, Morgan, welcome in. Thank you for uh, being guest one of season four of the Disfluencers podcast. Ooh, season four. How exciting. Four. Oh, my I, gosh. I actually went back and listened to some of it, like I was saying. And, like, season two was only four episodes long. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> well, was... hopefully season four will be bigger. You know, the, the crowd and the um, your fans will want more. So it'll just keep coming. A hundred, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, thank you for again for having me. And we had such a fun time recording your episode of your most magical moment. And those that don't know, my podcast is literally dedicated to sharing people's most magical moments. And that's all we talk about. So if you need a feel good podcast or just want to tie over for your next Disney vacation, just need a little pick me up, definitely go listen to it. But Dave's is a really, really good one and a unique experience that not everybody gets to do. So stay tuned for that. That's that's also that's also super fair. Um, but but for real, um, you know, le leading up to your podcast, so I knew what I was getting into. I listened to several episodes and you're right. It is like the, the super feel good side of Disney, but not always. Cause there have been stories where it's how to figure this out, but yes, 
but it's a it's it's a very interesting angle on an ability to talk about a topic that we're all extremely fond of, obviously, because that's what we create around. Mm-hmm. But you're you're focusing more on all the positivity that can come out of it, um, and and it's fantastic. And it's it's, it's a different angle. Like obviously, you know, you can listen to a lot of podcasts, and there's the news and notes segment. There's the yes blue sky segment. There's the Trivia. Um, yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna talk about moderate resorts, right? And all of that mm-hmm. stuff is is super super fair and super legit, and a hundred percent you can look at it from your own angle, right? So mm-hmm. not knocking it at all, but you come at this from a very uh, very specific angle um, where you're trying to put the focus on your guest and oh, how they have always interacted. So how did you come up with this idea? Oh, my goodness. So, um, well, I I don't – do we want to – well, before I jump into the podcast, do we want to start about you the influencer side first? Sure. Um, yeah, go for it. Because that kind of started in a really fun way, and then I'll definitely go back to the podcast side. Yeah, go for side. it. Mm-hmm. So I always loved Disney. Um, the first time I ever went was 18 months old, which you probably Ooh. think – Yet yeah, most people think that, oh, that's too young and whatnot. But actually, my great aunt, so my grandma's sister, mm-hmm. was a character performer at Disney World. She beat out all of the college students and she got to be friends with Br'er Bear, Br'er Rat, or not, yeah, Br'er Bear, some of the country bears. Eeyore and Tigger were her favorite. Eeyore, especially. She loved moping around for as excited yeah. of a person as she was. Yeah. That's so awesome. we got free tickets. So we you know we go to visit. Chuchi Carroll, who's my great aunt, and naturally, you know, got to go visit her at work. Mind you, I don't know that we're visiting her at work, <laughs> um, but awesome. so we do that. Um, my love just kind of stayed pretty consistent growing up on the East Coast. We went to Disney World m- multiple times throughout my childhood. I was very fortunate for that. And then once I got to college, I had a friend of mine do the Disney College program, And I was like, what is this? I want to try this. And I was very fortunate enough to get accepted and work there at World of Disney, which is the biggest Disney store in the world. Still is to this day. It's absolutely bonkers. And it was crazy to work there, but in like the best and worst ways. (laughs) So got into that. Um, Fast forward a couple years, um, graduate, move out to California. I am 20 minutes away from Disneyland. And I am ecstatic. It is my first time living there and or going to Disneyland. And I remember walking down Main Street and like getting emotional because all of us Disney fans get emotional at Disney Park. Like, Dave, you probably get a little emotional after some time going without Disney. 100%. I get emotional walking down Main Street every time. (laughs) I can see you being the kind of guy of like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Like, <laughs> I will gladly cry. And uh, okay, good. I, I don't. Yeah, no, it's all it's all good. It's completely different when you have kids walking down the street in front of you. And, oh. and you know, I mean, that's that's the real thing. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we can we can get into that. But 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 continue. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. so I remember. Magical. Yeah. I remember walking down Main Street for Disneyland for the first time and I'm looking around and then I go. Is that the castle? It's so because I'm so used to Disney World's castle. It was a very big jump, but Sleeping Beauty is my favorite princess. So I grew to love her castle and I love that you can go into it whenever you want. You don't need an expensive dining reservation, etc. But um, I had my friends there that weren't necessarily Disney people and they were like 
honestly making fun of me for posting Disney all the time. And it was something I loved. And so I made a separate Disney Instagram account for all my Disney adventures. I was going weekly mm -hmm. um, in between working and whatnot. And I loved it. And then I actually made more friends via uh, the, the app and just going so frequently. And then people started to like my stuff. They liked what I posted. They liked my interactions. And I, I think one of the best messages or types of messages I ever got was, thank you so much for posting today. I was at work or I had a bad day and it made me feel like I was there. And that just was like the little spark under my butt to keep going. It was never to gain followers or anything like that. Right. It was honestly just making more friends and connecting with more people. And mm -hmm. um, so that was really good. And so that was my Disneyland side. I was out there for about three or four years. And then um, due to circumstances and uh, just very, very lucky, I got the job at the Diz Unplugged, who is a very mm -hmm. well-established podcast YouTube channel. And they're wonderful. Mm -hmm. They're great people. And so I got to work with them for a year. And then COVID hit right. and that ruined everything for me. <laughs> and so naturally the parks were closed. I, you know, got let go because, you know, we couldn't be reporting on anything. Right. And so it, we all left very peacefully. Everybody thinks that there was drama. Right. The, the world was exploding, essentially. The, there was a lot of drama, but it had nothing to do. Yes, right. exactly. Exactly. And so, you know, it wasn't. FOMO of like fear of missing out it actually turned into like none of us can go to the parks right and that kind of does something to you as a, someone who would go multiple mm -hmm. times a week because you know I was there reporting I was there getting content for right. the podcast and the YouTube channel and doing food reviews and all of this now, this is still at land right this actually I started um with the Diz Unplugged I met them at land I was there um, main Disneyland person that like if we need a picture of something I was the one to go and I was very very fortunate again it was a dream job um, right. I got to be a part of the first media event to announce the initial Oogie Boogie Bash in 2019 awesome. and so that and I remember you telling me Dave that you've been to Oogie Boogie Bash right mm -hmm. yes I have and it was, it was great it's incredible and it mm -hmm. only gets better I haven't been back since but it only gets better right um, and then I, before COVID, I moved out to Florida to work with the team directly because that's where majority of their team is based in. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, COVID hit. So I, I got some taste of Disney World before everything exploded. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it's um, always it, – it, that threw a wrench in a lot of creators' plans when it came to on-site. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, you being in Pennsylvania, you know, you'd always have to, you know, have something to look forward to. But when there's mm -hmm. the inevitable of like not knowing when we can go back, if it's going to be two weeks, if it's going to be six months, two years, like that was not a fun feeling. <laughs> it, it, was, it, it wasn't at all. Slightly depressing, honestly. <laughs> right. Cor Corby oh. remembers you. Oh my goodness. Thank you. I, I do shout out anybody who ever watched the Disneyland show. I was on the show and anybody that stopped me that watched me on the Disneyland show. I'm like, oh, cause obviously their Disney world show is the bigger show. Right. I was very honored when anybody recognized me or my voice. So thank you so right. much. That means a lot to me. Love it. Um, right. So back into the depressing parks are closed. Obviously. Mood. Yes. <laughs> Naturally. 
I was thinking I want to do something. Maybe I should start a small shop. No, everybody starts a small shop and there's already a really great creators out there. Maybe I should start a vlog channel. Well, the parks aren't open, so I can't do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, I could start a podcast, but I'm like, everybody does a podcast. Like, uh, how can I do something different? And I really sat with it for quite Mm -hmm. a while because like you said, and I will say though, people that do news and reviews, I I still listen to multiple people, even on the same news week, because everybody has different perspectives and different opinions on. Yeah. The the opinion part is the the part that's, that's interesting. The news you can get by looking on Twitter. Right. Today. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I downloaded it. I'm like, yeah, well, so everybody's doing it. Peer pressure. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. It's like it's a new app that we've never used before. I'm like, it's freaking Twitter. Yeah, but it's the page. Like, what the? <laughs> Anywho, oh, I love back, it. I love back it. at it. You started with a podcast. Yes, oh. and okay, so I'm like, I'm podcast. What can I do differently? And then it just hit me. Like, we all want to go to the parks and. So I just started interviewing people and my friends and people that my mom actually connected me with. Um, a very, very cool. Oh, hi, Jean. There's one of my co-hosts yeah. <laughs> on the Disney Underground Tuesday nights. Check us out. Um, but the only correct time zone. Yes. My right. mom introduced me to somebody who her father was the original voice of Popeye the Sailor Man before he asked for too many. Mm-hmm. But he was That's in crazy. a handful of Disney movies, not as the main characters, but as side characters, one being um one of Maleficent the main Maleficent's goons in Sleeping Beauty, the mm-hmm. all the cradles, like that deep raspy yeah. voice. Um he was the Indian chief in Peter Pan. He was um a couple of other like smaller really? characters. Yes. That's so crazy. I it was so cool. And like her perspective as a Disney kid, like a true Disney kid growing up and going to the work Christmas parties and all of that stuff, something that we could never imagine because we were not around during Di- Walt Disney's time. We all think, right. like, oh, what would Walt think? Like she is the closest. So that was so cool to interview her. Um, but it was so nice to connect with people and chat with them again and Having this evergreen podcast where you could start at the most recent episode, you could start at episode one, and there's always something to listen to. And I just want to share people's stories. So when you know, you don't have to be a big influencer or a successful YouTuber or be around like Dave, you have to be on the show. I think I target anybody that has a good, meaningful story. And I, I just love being the person to help facilitate that and help right. get instead of just posting it on your Facebook for maybe five friends that are actually good Disney fans mm-hmm. or more fans can appreciate and enjoy it and kind of tie you over till your next Disney trip. So, well, that that's that's the cool <laughs> part. And you, and you do a great job of, of you know, pulling those stories out. Um, Thank you. It's really interesting because, you know, we were talking about it before ours and I'm like, look, I got like five of them that I could just <laughs> rattle off like this, right? Like, right, like right. real quick, like here's the synopsis. You're good. We're good to go. But you're like, no, pick one, maybe two. Yeah. And then we'll just talk through it. You did a great job. Um, Thank you. I'm really like, let's marinate that. in the story. Like, yeah. let's just, let's just be yeah. here a while. Let's paint the picture. A hundred percent. And that's, 
and that's it's it's a really interesting take. You know, you you said don't just don't just post it um for like five Facebook friends to see. The the other half of that is don't just post it in a Disney Facebook group for everyone to tear down. So right, right, right. or just get lost because a bunch of people yeah. are posting it mm-hmm. and whatnot. And Gary, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah, you're you're exactly right. It's um it's it's a really good take. And you are on episode what now? Um this upcoming Monday will be a hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. So and I'm a one woman counting, show, by the way. <laughs> yeah. For those counting, it's two years. Two years weekly. That is solid. Thank you. So, I really do yes. appreciate your support, Dave. And I know we just met recently, but you were always so kind to me and so supportive. And I love that you reached out. And again, you guys, I can't wait for you guys to hear Dave's story. It is so good. So, it's so good. A, it's it's a good one um, mm-hmm. for for sure. Um, yeah. So so podcasting is a medium. You you decided to go into mm-hmm. that. Now, mm-hmm. when you when you went into it on your own, was it um was it something you you, you kind of um, you, you kind of moved toward because of your uh, your time with the Diz? Like you had that kind of background for for podcasting as opposed mm. to something else. Um, I mean, did you did you look to dabble in live streaming, which you're doing now, um, as opposed to whatever? So was that really the influence there? Because it was, it was really interesting when you said everyone started a podcast, which kind of happened mid 2020, not yes. necessarily. Well, wait, hold on. Sorry. Early 2021, as opposed to right post pandemic or mm-hmm. right at the beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so any rate, go, go for it. Yeah. That, that's a great question. Um, I definitely, my experience with the Diz gave me the confidence to be comfortable because I've done live shows with them. I have done recorded shows with them. I've done recorded content where we, you know, we do a food review. Mind you, I was the number one editing. They, Craig and Rhino are the executive producers. Shout them out. Right. They're wonderful humans and they do such a good job. Um, but it, it definitely gave me the confidence to be comfortable in my own skin and also comfortable in my own opinions too. Um, you know, on my positive, my show, we're very positive, but you know, we don't all have to like everything. I know Dave and I, I don't know. I think we recorded this too. Um, but I'm very much, I love Disneyland so much more than Disney world, which I never thought I would have said before mm-hmm. I moved out to California and you yeah. very much love Disney world. Oh, and, I'm and pretty I, sure I said on a recording that I'm not going back. Yes. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but also too, when people have conflicting opinions, I want to know why, like what really, and then you, you explained it to me and I'm like, that makes sense. Why, especially, you know, you being in um, uh, Pennsylvania and it's not, it's the same amount of money, if not more to go to Disneyland versus Disney World. And you even mentioned mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris. So, you know, at that point, oh, yeah. it makes sense just to go to Disney World. Absolutely. It 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 definitely does. Um, so so Corby wants to know what your favorite story was out of the 110 that have oh. been out there. Oh my goodness. Th- this may take a while. So just think about Ooh. it. <laughs> but it's oh. a good one. It's a can good give, question, Corby. Can I give can you, two answers? Yeah, of course you can. Okay, so I, in earlier years when I was 
you know, trouble getting the podcast going and finding guests and stuff. I did do some of my own stories, like Run Disney Princess Weekend, which was two weeks before COVID happened. I like finished the race and everything, and then COVID, and I'm like, oh, no more Run Disney the rest of the year. Darn, I just got hooked. Right. <laughs> and you're doing a Run Disney soon too, so I'm very excited. Yeah. For you, Dave. We don't know allegedly, and it's not till next year. So we're <laughs> we're uh, we're thinking about it though. So you got it. I believe in you. If yeah. I could do it, you can do it. Hey, I got um, two in this morning, so we're good. Hey, there you go. That's 5K tomorrow morning. If you want to join me, anyone, we can do it virtually. There you go. There you go. You can all struggle together on FaceTime. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, going back to your original question, or um, Col Colby, Col yeah, Corey, yep, Col Corby. question, Corby, Corby. I'm like, I don't want to say it wrong. You're good. Um, I so I do put some of my episodes out, but I think my favorite one that I have done is. My episode one, it is with my very dear best friend, Sarah, who just uh, we did Disney College program together. She actually just had a baby uh, a week ago or a week nice. and a half ago, wow. which is so exciting. I'm yeah, so happy her. for her. Absolutely. And so we recorded an episode and we were working there in 2013. I'll give you guys a little synopsis because I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, too much. yeah, you're good. But that was the year that Frozen came out and we were both doing the college program. As you can already tell, I'm very much like Anna and very outgoing, whereas she's more reserved and very much the Elsa to my Anna. Before the movie even came out, we already decided that. And <laughs> fast forward years later, she thinks I'm in Hawaii at the point because I was at, at in Hawaii on a on a business trip, which I was very 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 cool business. That's trip, that's a tough business trip to go on. It was so. I mean, honestly, we did hike like ten miles, twelve miles every day, and after ten day in a row, I'm like, okay, I'm tired. I just want to stay at the hotel. That's great. <laughs> um, but anyway, so she thinks I'm not getting in until eight p.m. I actually got in at eight a.m. and her and her family were going to Disneyland. And again, this is when I was in California. Anna and Elsa are our favorite. So you can only imagine what happened. I was able to uh, contact her then fiance, now husband, father mm -hmm. of her child. Um, and we arranged something and I was able to surprise her. So that's fantastic. But, yes. And it's, it's not just me sharing the story. It's not just Sarah, Sarah sharing the story. Story. It's both that's of us. That's tough I, to say. Say it again. It's just Sarah sharing the story. There you go. Good. <laughs> Yes. And um, so it's both of our perspectives of what's going on, like behind the scenes, what I'm thinking and doing with the cast members versus like, she's like, why are we in the line for Anna and Elsa? And then she goes to her sister, like, you haven't even seen this movie. Why are we here? Like, wow. So it's a good first episode. And like I said, you could start at episode one. You can go to episode 110 on Monday and go backwards. It, it really doesn't matter. Yep. hundred so. percent. It is definitely, yes. as you said, evergreen. So every everyone loves a good, uh, a good Disney story. Absolutely, for sure. Oh, and, and my was, favorite of another yeah. guest. Oh my gosh, there's been so many wonderful guests. And honestly, I think it's the um, her name is Flora, who her father was the original voice of Popeye, and um, mm -hmm. I I kind of always keep going back because that was just such a magical moment for me just interviewing her and just picking her brain about all of that and another okay one, one last favorite yeah I, yeah it's, it's fine it's like children it's these, like all my are, children <laughs> yeah these are these are all like like just go find these episodes and listen to them like you're giving a very good synopsis of of 
of what you got going. So, um, third one, last one, because I got another question. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. And I love these questions, you guys. Please hit me with the tough ones. I love doing tough questions on my show. I hit Dave with a really good one the other day. Um, But my last, most recent one, um, it's a lady who is in her 40s. She has three children, but she was not only just a Disney princess, a former Disney princess, but she actually sang live as Belle, Aurora, and Meg on the Disney cruise ship back in the early 2000s. Crazy. Yes. So her episode was so wonderful. I had to make it two parts. And her talking about how she almost um, died because of the the structure of the moving platform she was on with her and Philip didn't hit a stage right or the wig that Meg wears. Anytime she said she was backstage, she would just have her head between her legs, just not using those muscles because that Meg hair is just a whole beast in itself. So if you guys like behind the scenes stuff, that is definitely a good episode. I believe it's episode 25 and 26. That's awesome. That's another favorite as well. That's fantastic. All right. Here's the next question. If you could have anyone on to tell a story, who would it be? Oh my gosh. Okay. Again, I'm going to have two because I've, I've, I've thought about this for a really, really long time. Oh right. my gosh. Thank you, Kenneth, for posting that exact link. I really do appreciate it. He's and on I, it. Got, I got the numbers right. Good, good. <laughs> there, there's a lot it. of episodes. Yeah. Um, but my first one I'll say, and speaking of Meg, is Susan Egan, who is the voice of Meg. Mm-hmm. I have heard her on other podcasts and right. she just sounds like a wonderful human. I want to spend a lot of time with and right she and she's so funny and quirky and you know she's got that sass too like meg has and Mm -hmm. i and i think she was the original broadway voice of bell or the original actress who does bell and so she's got both of those disney like legendary characters under her belt which i think is really cool that's awesome and i i think she'd be wonderful to interview (laughs) isn't it crazy how um and and you you wonder if it's the personality bringing to the character or the character sculpting your personality after but like Jody Benson's the same way oh, um yes. how how they how they're they're very similar to the character so i'm sure it's a little bit of both right like yes what when you're when you are pegged and i don't mean that in a negative way when you're when you're pinned or pegged as always aerial for mm-hmm. 25 years yes. or always Meg for what 20 years that movie's that old isn't it right or um Robert Downey Jr as Tony Stark oh he of course is Tony I mean, Stark yeah I mean I mean you could look NPH luck got lucky that he was no longer Doogie and and then he was Barney right like it, it's, yes. it's but even even in him yim there were throwbacks to him being Doogie multiple times oh Okay, I had not seen well. There was one Doogie Howser, but that is so cool. I have seen How I Met Your Mother. Love him and How I Met Your Mother. Love seeing him at the Christmas candlelight thing. But sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. (laughs) You're fine. I'm just like Doogie Howser was like my idol growing up because I was like (laughs) nine, ten when he was when he was on and he was the teenage doctor and I wanted to be a doctor. Yes. Wait, I thought you wanted to be a marine biologist. I did. I wanted to be all of it. 
when you in your whatever. spare time you'd be a doctor as well got it, it, got it probably wanted to be both i actually remember writing a book <laughs> when i was in like sixth grade that mm -hmm. i wanted to be a marine biologist and discover a new fish i wanted to be a doctor and i wanted to be an astronaut and discover a new planet so um got a lot of got a lot of work to do sir listen i'm over three right now i got a lot to do <laughs> in the next 40 years of my life i got 2000 weeks left let's rock and roll we got to we got to get down to it. Oh my gosh. Um, so we're going to cut the show early guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of work. No, to got, do. We got, we, we got chat GPT. I can write anything at this point. It's not a big deal. Honestly. So. Honestly. <laughs> um, and then the, the second guest, my dream guest, and this is not the reason why you would think I would want this guest on. Um, this person is um, a superhero. It's not uh -huh. Neil, uh, Robert Downey Jr., but he is such a Disney fan, low-key, and I heard he goes to Walt Disney World all the time. Mm -hmm. I would love to interview Chris Evans. Yeah, Evans would be great, actually. Yes. Evans oh. Evans would be fantastic. Um, and again, the, the, nice person, too. He seems like a great person. 100%. 100%. Other <laughs> um, one's Chris Pratt. Ooh, he would be good too. He'd be very yeah. good. I mean, oh if we're talking, so so if, mean, we're if we're talking like Chris Hensworth as well, I well, love yeah. Thor. Love Dude, Thor. It'd be, but... it'd be it'd be bad. I'd be like push up challenge. Let's rock and roll. Let's go. <laughs> it'd be bad. It'd be super the, bad. But in the reason why I picked Chris Evans over all the other amazing Chris's, I I think he is the biggest Disney fan. Whereas I I don't yeah. know Chris Pratt as well as if he's as big of a disney fan as chris evans portrays himself yeah, to be. my 100 said all the chris's yes so it's 100 all the chris's there's actually someone in uh in in the community that was a cm that ran into evans on an elevator and didn't say he just kind of like nodded nodded and like they both knew and everything was fine and uh yeah so that's a that's oh. a that's a fun story um oh my gosh i need them on oh pretty sure it might be on an old podcast i have to go back and check i have to go we'll back and check i don't want to i don't want to throw it out there yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah no so like like i go through the same thing right and and for for those that i think that it could actually happen in a reasonable amount of time mm -hmm. it's it's len testa of touring plans <gasps> yes that is a legendary name lens lens my guy i love the fact that he nerded out so much about disney and numbers and then put them both together and started a business out of it like that's that's it it's for genius. me um but yeah but then it but then it's like you know uh pie in the sky like probably pratt over evans but but okay, only fine. you can have pratt i'll have evans if, if we won't each have to one's fight gonna over do them. if each one's gonna do one show then i think that's the way it needs to be split but like i'm a i'm a huge jack carr fan so pratt in terminal list and i'm a huge jurassic fan going back to the og one so mm -hmm. pratt in jurassic world um yes that's where i'm at and i mean guardians isn't really i mean that and like uh zero dark 30 like mm -hmm. pratt did a fantastic job and all of, he's just a genuine dude too yes he very he seems so nice and you know now that you're reminding me of that you know chris pratt you know like is in jurassic world and he's mm -hmm. on the velocicoaster pre-show 
and he's also now in the Guardians roller coaster pre-show and right. Guardians Mission Breakout. Also, there I don't know the actor's name, but he is a Weasley brother, and he is in the Universal Gringotts bank roller coaster ride i don't really count right. as a coaster but it's fun very yeah. fun and he's also in rise of the resistance like i don't ever want to get who's he in the- rise of the resistance oh he- he's what's his face yeah yes yes the redheaded like pushes yeah. in he's like by the order of the first order yeah, whatever he's <laughs> i was I gonna say there's not many crossovers right right on rides specifically on rides and i'm like I just I don't want to be famous. I just want to be like famous enough to have a pre-show in both competing parks. Like Dude, I don't crazy. <laughs> I don't know what, what I do yeah. or what, but I just that that's the level of status I would ever that'd be my peak. I'd be like, I'm good. I don't need anything else in life. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's crazy. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's all the Chris's. If we're gonna talk Ryan's, then it's Ryan Reynolds. So. You know, Ooh. he's every guy's man crush ever. He so. is Deadpool. I've never watched Deadpool. <sighs> I know. I own it. I have it on Amazon. I've tr- I've started it like 15 times, but I'm always like four seconds from falling asleep when I do. And then there's always something else that just came out that I'd rather watch instead of Deadpool. So <laughs> what I need to do is download it onto my phone. And when I'm at my camp, like I'm like, all right, I'm watching Deadpool. It's so good. It's so so good. Yeah, I I think I, you'll I, enjoy it. It's I feel I, like it'd be very much your humor. It's a hundred percent of my alley. Like there's no reason why I haven't watched Deadpool. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I I know Kenneth. I get it. I know <laughs> I need to watch it. It's mm-hmm. on the list. But like the Ryan Reynolds I remember goes back to Van Wilder, which is <gasps> yes one of the most underrated movies ever. Until you talk to someone, they're like, oh yeah, I love that movie. It's like. Okay. <laughs> Why didn't you bring it up then? <laughs> exactly. It's kind of. It's kind of. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Oh. So Dead Deadpool's on that. So, so you are a Marvel fan. Obviously. Through and through. I Where mean, did that come from? From ooh. the cinematic universe or pre? Two guys and a girl in a pizza place. Hundred <laughs> percent. No, that's. It's I actually. Just... Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. I've never watched Two Guys and a Girl in a Pizza Place. Oh my goodness. I know. I, I... Well, it, look, there was like that whole range where I was in college and didn't really care about what was on, you know, standard television. Because yeah. if it was on Friday night, I wasn't in my dorm room. As you was, should be. You should not be there unless you're partying or working off a hangover. Probably partying. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but what was your Which question? Which is also I'm why so... I'm not a doctor. So continue. <laughs> Or a marine biologist, yeah. or doing the <laughs> well. The marine biology thing. I actually, I actually did graduate with a biology degree. Oh, perfect, so, perfect. So I, I could have theoretically continued through that, but <laughs> I almost pulled a Van Wilder, and it was five and a half years, not seven. But, uh, but yeah, it could have. I, I could have continued. I just. Hey, if it makes you feel any better, Disney College delayed me a semester, so technically I was four and a half, even though I wasn't in school for that semester right. i was at disney but so, <laughs> so, so we got to get into dcp as well but yes. let's let's Ooh. talk marvel first yes oh that was a good that that is a good story of how i became a fan um 
So I was dating someone for quite a long time and he was like, Marvel's lame. We only like DC around here. And He's me 100% not know- wrong. <laughs> exactly. Me not knowing any better. Mind you, this is early 2013. It's changed a lot since then. Mm-hmm. But me not knowing any better, I was like, okay, I liked Harley Quinn. I like Joker. I really liked Christian Bale as Batman. But then I moved to California. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, it was in my early Instagram stages. So like 2016 going to 17, I made a friends with these group of girls who loved meeting the Marvel characters. And obviously I just tag along. I love meeting characters in general. And I, um, I would, I would tag along with them and I'd love asking questions. And I remember going to like Thor and Loki specifically right before Ragnarok came out and I'd be like, Loki, are you a good guy or a bad guy? Because I genuinely didn't know. And then right. his answer would turn around and he'd be like, oh, I'm neither here nor there. And I'm like, well, that doesn't answer my question. So right. I had to go watch the movies. And it made me fall in love with these characters so much more and enjoy I had such good interactions with them in the parks that it just made me want to know their story more and have more conversations and enjoy everything about it. And so, like I said, it was right around Thor Ragnarok and it was right before um, uh, Infinity War came out in 2018. Mm -hmm. And, and so I saw Black Panther in theaters. I saw Ragnarok in theaters, but my goal, my homework for myself was to watch all the movies in chronological order, starting with Captain America, first Avenger and all the way through in chronological order, not release order. Correct. 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 Because an Iron Man would technically be first, but like you said, um, um, Captain America and my, my homework, my due date was before, uh, uh, infinity War. I always get them twisted up. You're good. And I do all that work and I get all excited and then they all kaputs in the end of Infinity War. Spoiler <laughs> alert, by the way. But if you haven't Spoiler. watched Infinity War yet. You don't care. It, it, you it, should have known. You deserve a spoiler alert. You deserve Sorry, being spo- spoiled, I guess. Spo- <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, and we're way past that two week. Um, oh, yeah. yeah social yeah, media hiatus. For sure. <laughs> for a couple of years. 100%. Um, but again, I you just remember felt... that. Don't spoil the end game for two weeks. They're like, don't two post weeks. anything. hundred percent. Ex- yeah, exactly. Exactly. Awesome. And again, it just made me fall in love with these characters so much more. I did all that work. And then it just, you know, that whole year of anticipating, waiting for end game to come out. And I just rewatched it about a week or two ago. I did a Marvel light where you just watch the Avengers movies plus mm-hmm. infinity war. I'm not infinity war civil war because right. well, you have to. not a, that's not a Captain America movie. That's a it's not. that's an Avengers movie. Right. Everybody's there. And I was like crying at the end. And then especially, and that's why my Instagram name is the way it is. It was I was originally Main Street Morgan. And I was the only one, had no underscores, nothing. I was right. very proud of it. And then in Infinity War, they hinted that they were gonna name their daughter Morgan, Tony Stark and right. uh Pepper Potts. And mm-hmm. I was like, no way, no After. way. No one ever names their kid Morgan, especially a girl and especially like a good guy. It's always like someone's last name or a bad guy's name. So I was freaking out and game rolled around. I'm like, I'm changing my Instagram handle immediately as I leave the theater. Like I have to, have to, have to. And then it just stuck and people think it's my actual last name. And honestly, on a lot of mail, I get it is. (laughs) Yeah. It's even even better. 
Yes, so. it's even better. Um, I, do, I have watched um, Game of Thrones, so I do know that reference as well. Um, I wouldn't mind being a Stark as well. Um, but yeah, Game of Thrones is a whole nother beast in itself. But I, I love Marvel. Yes, there we go. I just hear the music. Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Um, so I I did all that and I was able to go in February of this past year or this year to go to Avengers Campus for the first time. My little Marvel heart was so happy. I was in love when I met Iron Man for the first time. I, I was I'm very good with characters. I was speechless. There's only been two times I've been speechless with a character and it was right. Iron Man and then Tarzan half naked. And I was like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> this is, I don't so, know what dude. to do. We both have Birkenstocks on. Like, why do we have matching shoes? Does that make me weird or him cool? I don't know. <laughs> both? Both? I don't know. Maybe. I'm Ron Burgundy. Yes. Figured oh, out. But so, that's, so, that's my Marvel love. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, Thank you. so a couple things. Um, yes. How did you get good at talking to characters? Because I think that that's something that a lot of people... Leading up to it, they really don't think about the fact that they play as much um, as much into how their interaction goes and right. not putting it all in the character. So yes. so what are your tips for for how to how to well, increase or or better your character interactions? Absolutely. I will say it I do get starstruck every now and then. And you know, the character does, like you said, Dave, take the lead and ask you questions and it's like what have you done today and you've been there for like eight hours and the character <laughs> asks you that and you just draw a blank and you're like uh, yeah. uh, uh, what <laughs> so I've definitely been there done that um i love having a question in mind mm -hmm. while leading up to the character um like sleeping beauty i ask how the fairies are or um you decided to wear pink today instead of blue or um, if it's Pocahontas or a princess with like a, a small critter friend, I'm like, oh, where's Miko? How is he today? And they, you know, they have their stories and whatnot. Um, you can ask very simple questions like that. Um, during my Disney college program, another friend of mine, we had a princess day back before Anna and Elsa. It was like Anna and Elsa were non-existent, but we did a princess right. day and we met all of the princesses in one day across the whole Disney World Resort, which is would be extremely difficult now because there's so much more tons. Yeah. Yes. And we brought a prop for each one. So we asked Snow White, we're like, have you had an apple since the incident? And she's, <laughs> and she's so delightful. And she goes, I, I forgot what apple she eats in the movie, but she said the opposite. Like I only eat the red apples now. We're right. like, good, 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 As good. good. <laughs> yeah. But it's fun to be playful like that. Um, and ask questions and then also too if you know their movie and you're passionate about their character they will play into it and being a local um and not to spoil too much of the magic but i love when a character would recognize me or i would recognize them and i know i could be a little more playful with them rather than just right. chat for a minute take a picture move on to the next i love it could be like oh how's your day and um at Disneyland too, they roam a lot. And so I love when a character chooses you to walk with as they're, you know, walking backstage and they'll 
walk with you and hold right. your hand. Um, I've definitely done a perimeter check with uh, Captain America and I was almost swooned. You know, he's right. like, you know, put his arm out like a gentleman. And I, I took his arm and I'm like, oh, my. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, is that you? Chris. Oh, my Chris? goodness. Um, so I think my biggest piece of advice is definitely just have a question that relates to their story. I think they will enjoy it and they will love it. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's, it can be so much fun. It can be so much fun. I remember, um, my friend Sarah, again, who we, um, uh, sorry, I'm like getting out of breath here. I'm just so excited about characters. So Um, excited about Captain America. I am. I am. I'm still recovering. But my best friend, Sarah, who we actually Disney bounded is Anna and Elsa one day. Mm-hmm. And she just got engaged earlier that morning. I was a part of the surprise and I was filming videos awesome. and stuff. So it was so fun. We meet Anna and, or we meet Kristoff, which we were so excited to meet. And he goes, how's y'all's day been? And my friend, Sarah goes, I actually got engaged. Kristoff goes, actually, was it to a man you just met? And we just go, oh, yeah, she, we just met him in line on our entrance into the parks. And you can just totally and we just ran with yeah. it. And then he yeah. looked over at her then now fiance and goes, your name's not Hans, is it? And he's like, no, 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 <laughs> it's my it's my middle name. And you can have such fun character yeah. interactions, especially as adults, too. It does get a little awkward because you're like, I know you're yeah. college age, young adult, but you can have so much more fun, too. So they they. Uh, if you are friends with a character, um, they, um, are there for a reason. And the more, the more you play into it, the more you actually make their day a little brighter and a little better because it's not the same thing Mm -hmm. repeatedly. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously there's, that has to be not a, uh, incredibly easy thing to do especially face characters um so like you said if you're if you're willing and able and uh and have a little bit of forethought you can you can definitely um i think help brighten their day as much as they brighten yours absolutely absolutely and and if you go in thinking it that way then it's completely different i mean it's it's different than (gasps) right Right. Smile, autograph, pose, next. It, it exactly. doesn't have to be a, the, the love and shove. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. That's funny. All right. So, so, so part two of that is, so, so you said you, you crammed for Infinity War. Right? Yes. Oh. So my, my Marvel story is similar because Ooh. I wasn't a huge, like, I'm not a huge comic book guy, but. Oh, I have um, nothing to do with comic books. I'm right oh, there with you. <laughs> right. So, so my, I've friends in the neighborhood who were huge karmic comic book fans karmic comic book fans um karmic comic book (laughs) karmic karma comic books yeah so they would um they would always be like hey you need to start watching the mcu i'm like cool there's five films i don't want to catch up hey you need to start (laughs) watching there's 13 films it's too many i don't want to catch up and then it was like, you need to start watching the films. There's 18. I don't want to catch up. Yep. So. <laughs> then somehow, some way, I don't know if it was on Showtime or what, but I watched Spider-Man Homecoming. First one. That sounds right. With, yes. Home, or Home, Homecoming, Far From Homecoming, Home, and then No home. Way Home. Yes. All so, Homes. 
I watched Homecoming and Iron Man was in it. And my thing is, is growing up, I was a Batman guy. I was a Superman. So I was a DC, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was Captain America's cool. I never understood Iron Man. Now, I wasn't a comic book guy again, but I never understood him as a character. Mm-hmm. So I saw him in that real quick. I'm like, huh, this might be interesting. And then as Endgame came out and all of the Infinity War memes and, you know, the snap and all that and whatever, right? Like mm-hmm. everything I'm like, all right. I hate this. You I broke me. <laughs> don't know what's going on. You know, I'm I'm such a Star Wars nerd. It doesn't make any sense that I'm not a Marvel nerd. Like, it just mm-hmm. makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. So this all comes about the beginning of April, the year that Endgame comes out. <gasps> Whoa. I watched 17 movies that people told me I had to watch. If I were going to cut things out, these are the ones that you can trim, but you have to make sure that you watch Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Um, you could re- Thor, but you could skip it if you really want to. Yeah, Avenger, yeah. Like, you got to watch Ragnarok because that's just a fun ride. Well, then, sure. then, it was, then it was Ragnarok. Then it was all the later ones because that's where there were more characters coming in to even if it was just a single uh, hero named film right like ragnarok mm-hmm. wasn't just ragnarok right it, it wasn't just Thor. so mm-hmm. so i did all of that and i got it all done like two days before endgame <gasps> not not kidding there's a youtube video me talking about it like it was it was it was a lot like i remember sitting at camp on my little phone like buying dr strange because the night before i had already watched uh civil war and i couldn't handle it I just couldn't handle it. I had to get to Infinity War to know what the hell is going on. Right. So I, I, at one point, I'm like, this, I have to. I watched three films in a row from like 4 a.m. to 11.30 in the morning. Like, I just, and, I, I was sitting And those there. are not short movies. No, They're not no. like an hour and a half. They're like yeah. two to three, like. 100%. Like, straight up, um... Like watched, I want to say it was Civil War, which was depressing. Yes, Doctor Strange, which was awesome, and mm-hmm. then Ragnarok. That would have made sense that order, correct? I believe so. I haven't looked at head. it in I'd a minute, say, yeah. but yes, people in the chat will correct us for sure. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. They will. They will correct. I'm pretty sure. Um. So. So I watched all three of those. Finally got to Infinity. Anyway, great. Absolute, absolute, um, absolute fantastic. I'm, I'm excited that I did it. And I remember going and like, we got there way too late. And we ended up sitting down in the front and I'm watching Endgame like this. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, whew, that was, it was a lot. So. Absolutely. So, so now the next question, right? So, so we are Marvel peers in that. What do you think about Phase Four going into Phase Five? Hmm. That's Honest a loaded opinion. question. It's not a loaded question because I think that there's more people that agree with what I'm assuming you're about to say. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I want to put on record that. I loved Wanda back in Age of Ultron before everybody loved Wanda. So I'm a little hipster about that. 
I will say I do love WandaVision. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. How I thought it was a very unique way to tell a story via different eras of TV genre. But I feel like overall, and this doesn't count for everybody, I feel like it was about quantity versus quality, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to Wanda before she was cool. Yes, Kenneth. Yeah, 100%. Hipster about it. Hipster, hipster. Hipsters aren't even a thing anymore, I feel like. Well, you're the hipster, hipster. You're bringing the hipsterness back. Yes. Allegedly. I don't know. Um, oh, but I lost my train of thought. The Wanda comic got me. Oh, that I, I feel like it's qu- a quantity over quality. And right. with the TV shows, I do like how the TV shows are just as an epic of a production. Not mm-hmm. just the storytelling is hit or miss depending on the episode or the series and whatnot. But I do like that it's like a longer movie that you're taking in smaller chunks versus right. sitting down for three hours and then having to run to the bathroom after the in the movie theaters in the middle of it kind of thing. <laughs> right. But um, I will say I have never fallen asleep in a movie theater ever in my entire life. Until. But until <laughs> Ant-Man quantum mania oh really i haven't watched it yet i'm so far behind you don't need to i know it's what i keep saying it's what i keep hearing it's the you honestly should just watch it for the two um post-credit scenes well and that's all you really have to do with some of it is that i i think that they put Mm -hmm. more into that to get people pumped for the next thing as opposed to so 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 i'm with you wandavision was insanely good Oh, you Overall, liked it. Okay, good, great, good, good. I never know who I'm talking to. Sorry. No, I, and, and also, um, I was a Wanda fan. I don't know if I'd call myself a Wanda hipster, but okay. yeah, I mean, I mean, you appreciate her character. So what's what's really interesting is like let let's think about this in the in the grand scheme of things. I got all of that Marvel information, all of that the awesomeness that were certain parts of phases one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. in a month that's a lot then <laughs> it was the normal like like timing of everything after mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. so like i was super pumped for um uh falcon and the winter soldier yes which i thought could have been so much better if they didn't just make it a marvel movie and then chop it up I I, I feel like that's what they did because the first episode feels like it's the exact same intro as Iron Man three. Um, and, and just slightly different. Um, Mm. but I I feel like they said, all right, the first episode is going to be 42 minutes long and it's going to be this really cool part that would be normally the intro to a movie. We're going to extend it out. And then the second one is, okay, this is now technically the end of act one and the beginning of act two, where we kind of have the lull in the real storytelling. Mm-hmm. Cause that episode was boring as all get out. And then it really picked up, but I, I'm like, okay, so they, they made it okay, but they didn't do it right. WandaVision. I thought they did great. Loki yes. was out of this world. Good. Loki um, was phenomenal. Um, Sylvie and him. I want to see them kick so butt excited. and also fall in love. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so, I'm so excited for two, right? Mm-hmm. For for oh. season two, which actually isn't that far off. Um, so pumped for that. Um, 
Can I just read one of the yeah. comments? Yeah, yeah. Chris Dye said, I fall asleep in movie theaters often, but I'm always woken up with the audio most of the time. Oh, 100%. Especially, especially yeah. in a Marvel movie. I think yeah. I did that on Quantumania. I'm like, oh, there's a fight. Yeah. <laughs> what? They're fighting now. Uh, close my eyes. I'll just wake up when it's over. <laughs> yeah, 100, 100%. <laughs> um, so, so, so look, so that, then you get into like, um, like Black Widow. A lot of people panned it. It was a great movie. Like, I I didn't watch it in the theaters. Go ahead. I I agree. I feel like I a lot of people would have appreciated more if it was set in the proper timeline or roughly the release date of all of those movies happening. I think the fact that it was after the fact and after we know that, spoiler alert, yeah, she dies and is is dead dead, doesn't snap back. Mm -hmm. She dead dead. Yeah, dead. Um, Like that, that was, I think, kind of put a little damper on it. But Yelena and her comedy, spot on. Um, Going into the next series, Hawkeye, I love just Yelena and Kate Bishop's interaction. I cared more about that than Hawkeye itself. That that was also kind of the point of that whole thing was to introduce introduce Kate Bishop. Yes. So so that that series was fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Eternals got panned and I thought it was great. I, I could not finish that. I could not. I got so, so, so bored. So you have to. Okay. I'm just saying. I have to. Okay. It it's it's really not that bad. The issue is is that a lot of people thought that Phase Four was going to be a continuation, and every movie was just going to be Infinity War and Endgame at the same time, and it's mm. not. They're they're leading up to a new story. So so mm-hmm. Phase Four got panned a lot, and a lot of the earlier stuff, I thought it was okay. Kenneth Eternals was kind of cheesy, but it was also we have to introduce 50 characters. Yeah, that's, that's I think where it lost me. I have no like um con- emotional connection or history with these characters. So right. being thrown into after the most emotional right. thing, it, it was hard. Like maybe if like Doctor Strange was in it just to just to tie us over, I think a character that could help assist that and yeah, make Eternals a little more feasible i guess i guess now i'm just like i'm walking into a party i don't know anybody exactly (laughs) and i think that that was the biggest issue is that there were so many people that were that were tied to a chris evans or -hmm. robert downey jr Mm -hmm. or chris hemsworth right like Mm -hmm. not just the character but those people signed on Mm -hmm. to play those characters for an extended period of time and and when that was over now you're starting over the 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 people that the the characters that kind of moved forward with that black widow doesn't count because she's not moving past her movie and then it was eternals and that's it hey let's start over right now and i think that was you said it best i think that was the issue you were going to a party to know anyone Mm -hmm. um not even one person just to lean on (laughs) exactly if you really think about it and you take uh dr strange the multiverse of madness and put that or spider-man no way home right like either of those movies you drop them right there now granted it doesn't work in the timeline that they had real timeline not multiverse timeline yes it wouldn't have worked that time of that year but it would have been better for a fandom to go in like you said and see people that they know Mm -hmm. it's 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 frustrating how they've kind of gone for quantity over quality um Mm -hmm. Because they're always going to get it. Like, are you watching Secret Invasion right now? I watched one episode. Thumbs up or thumbs down? 
I'm not sold, but I'm a little curious. So I might do give it one, maybe two more episodes. And then I think two, I'm out. Two was iffy and three better be good or I'm out. Like that's right. just kind of where we're at. Like I'm, I'm a, I like, I like Sam Jackson. I think he does great as Nick Fury. And I think that mm, this, oh, I, yes. I think that this being very similar to like a, a Jason Bourne esque or more of a actual oh. thriller type show. And if you look at it through that lens, it's great until there's a shapeshifter and you're like, what the. Yeah. Who is who? Who can be this? Yeah. And why aren't yeah. they shapeshifting? It, like, it just, it, it's too, again, too much to unpack. Like, it, you got. We're not idiots, but you need to baby it down a bit. Well, it's 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 half that, but and you get a little more of that in episode two. You kind of figure out who is and who isn't, at least from a major character standpoint. Mm -hmm. But like my my real take on this entire thing is the fact that at the end of the day, this is the easiest series to wrap up because all that has to happen is that person is 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 now a shapeshifter. That's it. You've solved every problem because that's what happened. So it's just, it's really easy to write. Yeah. Um, you, you mentioned that Secret Invasion is very much a Jason Bourne and a thriller. Mm -hmm. I do like the genre, like experimenting with genres, yeah, like how Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness was horror. I loved that. Um, my friend and I accidentally brought her son, who was 10, and that was a mistake, but... He hit under like it was fine, but I kind of loved the gory Wanda with the blood oh, yeah. dripping down her face. I was yeah. like, you know, all the girls are going to go as like the cute Wanda. I'm like, I should go as like the white button up, blood dripping down her face, like, yeah, like the zombie esque. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And exactly. I do like them experimenting with genres and getting creative with the characters they do have. I'm yeah. okay with that. But again, yeah. it, that's quality versus quantity. Yeah. So. But, but, then you have you have uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, which was an absolute miss. I haven't seen oh. Guardians three yet. Um, <gasps> that was good. Out I of, hear, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, I really, I, I won't spoil anything. It, it is very hard to watch, especially. I don't want to like spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. I, I won't. I, I won't. It, it it's hard. It's at an times, emotional but it's roller a good coaster. Pay I get it. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is a good payoff. Wait, it goes oh, digital tomorrow. <gasps> Okay, Sweet. you watch it um, tomorrow. Well, I have I watched a weekend, it... have weekend plans now. Cool, cool. <laughs> Forget <laughs> Secret Invasion. We're gonna watch Guardians well, Three. Look, I got other. I got other issues. I got Jack Jack Ryan that just came out today. Ooh. So, are you watching that at all? You I, I am fan? not. I'm currently on Ted Lasso. Yeah, I'm, I I started that for... not long ago as well. Um, that's a feel good show. Ken Kenneth, you would never steer me wrong ever. Um, <laughs> but Guardi Guardians 3 I, I saw it in theaters I actually saw it in 3D on accident because that was just the time that I could go and right. there was one hallway scene and this isn't spoiling that was so cool with the camera work and everything it was phenomenal but again with 3D? in 3D and I'm not yeah. like I don't have to see 3D but it's Guardians not Disney 3... Plus tomorrow right it's got to pay 20 bucks to buy it tomorrow right um, that's oh. my assumption it can't, it can't be Disney Plus tomorrow there's no way I hope it's just Disney Plus. We're waiting. I doubt it. But I mean, I'll, I'll just <laughs> look. Here's my thing. If I would have taken the kids to watch this movie, it would have cost me a hundred dollars. So, so True. twenty bucks to buy it. No worries. You mm. know, 
whatever 2025 yeah. whatever it ends up being but uh okay. but yeah so perks of being single i only have to worry about myself <laughs> right yeah. i did i did take my grandma to see the little mermaid and she nice was party. so cute seeing the live action mermaid she was crushing on king trite and she's like javier and i'm like graham okay she was so funny it was absolutely so much fun to go with her but didn't didn't see that um are you a thumbs up or thumbs down for the live action remakes overall thumbs down okay um cinderella I, I watched it Man. the other week because it was just that it was so good. I think that mm-hmm. was the first and best one. Um, the live action Little Mermaid, you can definitely see that they skimped on the um, CGI budget. Really? But Halle Bailey, not Hall- Halle Berry, right. Halle Bailey, phenomenal. Every scene she's in, she's right. absolutely stunning. She's an incredible singer. I see why they picked her because she does a phenomenal job. So. Nice. Yes. cool <laughs> we're getting off topic yeah. we're talking from marvel to mermaids <laughs> we're fine oh my no, no worries <gasps> marvel to mermaids to guardians live tomorrow oh my yes oh my. yes yeah i have, haven't seen it once it hits plus i'm i'm sure i'll end up watching it mm-hmm. um kind of same with indiana jones right like i yeah. should have went to the theater because i'm an indiana jones like nut but just didn't Right. I remember yeah. watching I remember watching when I was like six, seven, just watching it on repeat. I, Raiders, hundred percent. I need to go um watch the original ones because I'm very, very bad at that. But have you ever been in the Indiana Jones show as picked as a guest before? I feel like you would do so I good. Have, I have not. Um it's unfortunate. Uh I uh <laughs> Crystal Skull never happened. It, it didn't happen. Um, I've never watched Crystal Skull. Just Is I that never the have. One with Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, never watched it. Because that's the only one I've seen. Yeah. Well, then, then if if you then you cannot judge the rest of the series. Okay. Well, I enjoyed that, that one, so well, I guess the bar only goes up from here. I mean, Sean Connery is Indiana Jones' dad is only one of the best relationships you'll ever see on 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 the big screen. Personal opinion. They did such a good job. Um, Yeah. So, (laughs) so, so, um, but the big thing is, is that like anymore, I'm just like, I'll catch it on plus in four months. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Um, There's been Pinocchio. There's been Wendy and Peter Pan. I start, I I finished Wendy and Peter Pan, did not care for it. Pinocchio. I honestly just watched it because my cat looks like Figaro and, then once Figaro wasn't in, I was like, I don't really care anymore. <laughs> right. <That's laughs> Sad funny. to say. That's funny. Yeah. Um, Aladdin was okay. Uh, I thought they did an okay job with it. Uh, never haven't watched Lion King. I thought they did a good job with Beauty and the Beast. You know, um, a fun fact. My cat loves watching the live action Lion King. I had it on during COVID crazy. and I have multiple videos of her just staring it's at it. Really? It was so wild. I was like, it's her Chris Evans. Yes. yes. <laughs> but she was watching and she even got up close to like the, the um, dresser that I had it on and was like looking behind the TV, trying to see right. where the, it was so cute. I love That's when crazy. cats do that. <laughs> right. So, um, so we're going to switch complete tactics here. Cause we absolutely half, half off the rails, but not really. So, as a 
college program, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, attendee. Yes, no. Survivor. Survivor, I guess, is actually a legit, uh, legit conversation to to have, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So that experience overall, always recommend, half recommend, um, would do it again. What would you do differently? What would you make sure you do the same? Oh. All the fun stuff. I will say. What random if- stories do you have? Oh, I share a lot of those on my podcast. We'll right. say the good and the bad right. <laughs> and mostly funny. Um, there is a lot more good, but it is n- not just to just put it down to earth with it. It is not as glamorized as people think it is. You are getting the worst shifts at, with the worst pay, the worst roles. Um, back in my day, back in my day. <laughs> I don't think you we, can say that yet. Uh, well, it was 10 years ago. That's fair. That's fair. It was All right. 10 years ago. I think it. I think I earned it just this year, though. I'll just just recently. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> um, we we got to say what roles we were interested in and which ones we were not interested or we highly would like this role, et cetera. And I just found out recently that the most recent college program ever since COVID, they just fill spots where they need to because they were that desperate to get people back. Right. Of course. And then cheap labor too um but overall i will never ever take that experience back all the good all the bad i would never go back in time even those times i i cried because we were working 70 hours a week um missing home um got um what is it called heat exhaustion from working inside next to a big window which i never thought and i was I, I was so worried that they were going to think that I was a bad employee and just trying to get out of work. So I tried to muscle through it. And they're like, no, no, That's no, honey, you're, yeah. you're not from here. You have heat exhaustion. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, yes. And they're like, go home. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I still have a job, right? <laughs> um, it's funny. But the the friends that you make and the experiences you have are absolutely irreplaceable. Like I said, my best friend at my Disney College program, I'm still friends with today. I was in her wedding. She had a baby. Um, when I was living in California, we'd see each other every other month. And I, I'm very, very fortunate for that friendship and those memories and those life lessons and I will say before I did my college program, I was very shy. I was not comfortable with who I am. I was not confident in myself at all. Um, Even though I did play college volleyball and I was a part of a team, I was never one to fight for my spot. I was like, oh, like if I don't start, that's fine. Where I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. Own it. Not not to be cocky or anything, but like it's confidence, not cocky. And Disney college program, you will find your tribe because there's so many people from not only all around the U.S., but around the world. I have friends from New Zealand. I have friends from the U.K., uh, a lot of friends from Puerto Rico, um, Canada. And, you know, I still am Facebook friends with them. I could reach out and chat with them a bit. But it, it you meet so many different types of people and your world just becomes so much bigger in this in in such a good way and you know when you're i just remember like being in high school and you're just thinking you know somebody breaks up with somebody and you think it's the end of the world and how will you ever surpass this kind of thing you know the dramatic teenager kind of things Mm -hmm. yep and disney college program is like no 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 
I I have friends in the UK. I have people that I'm very close with that are in this right. place or I have my best friend in Arizona and I I think everybody should do it at least once. I think everybody regardless whether it be Disney or not should work in the service industry because I think you learn so much on how to treat people <laughs> working, in the, working in the service industry. Yes. Um but like I said, I worked at World of Disney. It was the biggest Disney store in the world. We had the most ugliest costumes ever. <laughs> my best friend. They Sarah were bad I, back in the day. They, they were, were so bad. bad. And it was high waisted. Um, my most on my hundredth episode, my best friend Sarah comes back on and we talk about how we got our belly buttons pierced during the college program <laughs> at somewhere on uh, International Drive. May that not have been the safest clean. idea. Yes, but the pants hit right where our belly buttons were. Oh. A fresh piercing and it, it was wild go listen to that episode we don't talk to us about but you know there was disney uh the the party buses experience those i mean being a college athlete i wasn't doing anything to risk my scholarship so i right. definitely let loose a little bit still kept right. very mild but crazy things could happen um i was on an another podcast earlier and they wanted all the spicy stuff that happened right. one of which being that the, when I left, my program ended in December of 2013. They that's following college program afterwards. They filled in the hot tubs. It's not that they just closed them. They filled them in with cement because just the most scandalous that's things crazy. were happening. I vista way. I'll send you a video, Dave. Crazy. You're gonna die. <laughs> crazy. Now that is not shareable, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. No, that's, uh... or, no, no. The video is um a funny animator. His name's Swoozy, and he talks about Bistaway, and oh, he drags geez. it out. And so, like, that's where we lived. That's where yeah. the like it was the cheapest place to live. And you were making diddly squat, so you didn't want to just uh, right. all be gone to rent. So it's crazy. <laughs> um, good, good times, bad times, but just overall great memories. Um, I would say if don't necessarily wish that you could do the Disney college program, honestly, if you are out of college, go for part-time. If you're close by seasonal full-time um, because you'll get a lot more benefits and care and better shifts and better pay. If you go that route, but still want to work for Disney, but That's I will crazy. say it's amazing to have on your resume for sure. <laughs> right. That's what they always say. Worked for yes. Disney in college, Disney college program. Right. Absolutely. So, <laughs> yeah that's always the uh that's always the big sell right so on your resume all right cool i yeah. i will say i've had a couple interviews even years later where it was stopped and they were like wait you worked for disney and the interview completely stopped and they were just asking about what it was like right. there and i'm like i'll tell you all the tea you're gonna hire yeah. me though <laughs> yeah exactly i'll tell you exactly. everything but i would prefer to be on the clock <laughs> right exactly 100 percent. awesome so uh on the clock as a creator um yeah. so you started on the on the the good old instagram doing I did. doing I did. doing that um what I, I know you said covid prompted the shift but do mm -hmm. you think that you would have shifted to podcasting anyways or Ooh. do you think you would have continued down the uh the the instagram uh pathway Ooh, that is a very good question. It's something I've actually like never thought of, but mm, I feel like I would have eventually led to doing my own thing, um, especially even if I was just let go from the Diz for a, a natural reason, not necessarily right. world exploding. Like I keep saying, that's just my COVID's a world exploding. Um, I, um, 
I think I definitely would have wanted to do more than just pictures and videos on Instagram. I think I, mm -hmm. I really do enjoy connecting with people. I love chatting with people, um, whether it be going on other people's show like yours or doing it on my show. It, it truly makes my heart so happy. Um, like I said, before we started this recording, I had like the craziest day at work today. I was mentally drained, but doing stuff like this and talking about something I love in depth with somebody or a group of people makes me so happy and it mm -hmm. like recharges my battery. So I think I eventually would have done it. Um, but COVID definitely pushed that along a lot faster, especially when we're not allowed to go. No one's allowed to go. <laughs> right. So, so, um, so you have the podcast and obviously that's, that's a huge, a huge focus for you. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you, how do you manage the, the, the podcast day to day, but, but also are you, are you focusing on any specific social media? Are you focusing on, mm. on, on reels to, to get more impressions out there? Are you mm -hmm. focusing on, um, you know, I, I know we, we talked about you started the YouTube channel. Um, you're going to be posting more on there. Mm -hmm. um, so so where where do you see this thing going? You know, you, you have this this nice base from a podcast standpoint. A lot of people, mm -hmm. whenever they get into this, right, they, they, they need to anchor themselves to something. And like you said, Absolutely. anchoring yourself to Instagram, not saying it's it's easy by any means, mm -hmm. but there's um, there, there is that. Uh, distance i guess that yeah. that, that is, is kind of there from from a static photo uh a video uh without doing any lives obviously you have the opportunity to do lives on instagram you can do the mm -hmm. same thing and get reach out to your your yeah. your uh your community so I, um i feel like lives on youtube um or what you're doing right now and this and the live chat i think is so much more exciting than an instagram live i don't feel like people watch those as much but yeah sorry i didn't mean to interrupt no no you're, you're you're fine go go for it i mean the the big thing is is that where do you but besides just i mean i and i don't mean just in a negative just some magic you have, you, no 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 yeah exactly you have <laughs> you, you you have the the core of the podcast but what are you focusing on to uh to help grow that community that you that you have with that Absolutely. That's it. Again, you're, you're, I love that you ask good questions rather than what's your favorite theme park snack? And I'm like, it's popcorn. <laughs> it's we're, stupid, we're but it's popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Once you've fully exhausted my brain with these great questions, I'll right. be like, oh, easy ones. Here we go. I'll, I'll be welcoming. <laughs> That's how we roll. Yes. Oh, no, I love it. I love it. Um, I think you know, I I would love, love, love to make my podcast my full-time job. I would love to do it um, later on in life when I get married and have kids and then all that stuff and then be like, hey, we're going to go with mom to work and we go to the theme park kind of thing, kind of like what you do with your kids, you know? Right. You're like, hey, we're working, but we're also having a wonderful time. And that that is the true goal. Um, it is hard juggling a real job that makes money right now versus something that could potentially make money. And it's, it's never to be rich and famous. It, that's never, never, never my right. goal, whether it be Instagram, YouTube, I, I just want to be able to have the, the, the livelihood to be able to connect with people as a full-time job and right. share people's stories. And I would always love to do more. And you actually, um, 
when we were done on my episode or your episode on my show, you gave me some great advice on YouTube. Yeah, I know. I'm like, whose show are we on? What day is it? Do, doing the and, math. Yeah. And you gave me some amazing advice on how to grow on YouTube. And I would love to do that more. Um, it, I will say, it, again, I am a one woman show. So it is a struggle to get one episode out every week plus cover art plus this and i i know i could be doing so much more that i would love to do so i think um i, I think youtube would be my next thing because i'm a visual person and i love right. seeing the people that i'm connecting mm -hmm. with and um i think but i will say for my youtube i put the episodes like so say i have the episode 110 come out this upcoming week, I won't put it on YouTube till a few days later. So if you're really craving, itching for an episode, listen to it on the podcast first. Right. And then if you want to see the person. So. Well, the, the, the interesting thing about YouTube is obviously they knew they have the, the podcast feed now. Yes, that's new. I it, love it, it. Yeah. Which is, which is pretty solid. Actually, this is, this will be the first one on that. It works as a playlist, but it ends up yeah. being your podcast. And I, I haven't done a ton of research on how it gets pushed out differently, but there is, there has to be some semblance of a component. They they realize that they have to compete in that space. So if you mm -hmm. look at what YouTube wants to do, they want to be a spot where people are creating podcasts and then putting it out. So so who knows what's coming down the pike? I mean, we, we talked a little bit about my experience with Twitch over over COVID um, mm -hmm. and the significant differences. I mean, I was already live on YouTube for two plus years before going into twitch so so that transfer was great but you look at what twitch has done with their platform and what youtube is attempting to do right like if you look mm -hmm. you can go and take a clip of a video and that's a direct ripoff of what twitch will do you can click on a button oh. it'll automatically clip it for 30 seconds on oh. your yeah so so a lot of that and, and you're gonna see youtube move towards that and a lot of it's coming out of the gaming space because they want to take market share from that yeah, um, absolutely but but you also look at the fact that they they look at what podcasting has done look mm -hmm. at you know uh look at what rogan's done most popular podcast in in the mm -hmm. country um in the world probably mm -hmm. um and Literally, it started as him and his comedian buddies sitting around a table BSing. That's mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And he just hit 2,000 episodes. That's a lot. Whoa. I couldn't, yeah. I, I just hit 200. I couldn't even th fathom 2,000. I'm like, right? It's, that's it's, a lot of work up. <laughs> it's, it's insane, but it's become his gig. Now, he's been in a position where that has never been his focus until it was his focus with stand-up comedy and UFC, right? Like the, mm -hmm. he has that background. But the thing is, is that then you have, you have other people talking like, like Gary V about mm -hmm. go start a podcast, go start a podcast, go start yes. a podcast. So, so people are, people are jumping into the space. So it only makes sense that YouTube is going to do the same thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So you think through that, but here's the big thing. And this is where if you tweak your thinking just slightly, the, the ability to utilize YouTube as one social media, right? With shorts, you have the capacity to put out full length videos and you have the capacity to run a community page, have memberships once you hit certain thresholds. And then, um, and then also the community tab, right? So you, you can communicate in every facet 
whether you are a great writer or you know how to use ChatGPT well, whether mm-hmm. you are a good long-form video creator, whether you're a good short-form video creator, whether you can talk well and you're a podcaster, all of those things can be done on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And isn't it, it the second highest search engine? I was engine just going to say that. Oh, how did I? <laughs> You're exactly right. That's the second half of this is that it's Google. It's just YouTube Google. Absolutely. It, and it, I it think one of the hardest things about podcasts is to find a, a search through podcasts. Like you can go into Spotify or Apple Podcasts and have Disney Podcast and you might get some decent right. results, but it may not be the best podcast or the most yeah, the, listened to. The, so the, There's not a good... Um, a good search function on either Apple or, or Spotify when it comes to that. And what, and, and you know, this, you know, we, we talked about where you're at with total listens and all that. And I'm not going to share if you don't want to, but like, like, you know, you, you look at where that is and that is all created not from anything organically on Spotify or Apple, whatever that is created through the likes of Instagram and TikTok, and then driving back to it. And you know, more so than, you know, as much as I do, that it is super tough to have anyone go off of the platform that they're on and go onto a platform that you want them to. So absolutely. So utilizing YouTube in that capacity is, Mm -hmm. is, is super. And the, the perks of listening to a podcast on YouTube is, you know, you can put it on your TV or have it in your ear with your phone. You can do chores and do other things or go on a walk. And like, you can still look right. at it if, you know, we're referencing something and we pop up a picture, but you can, it's still listenable. You don't right. have to give your full attention the entire time. You know, even mm-hmm. us talking right now, you don't, you could be folding laundry or something. I don't 100%. know. <laughs> you don't 100%. You don't have to necessarily look at us unless our goofy faces. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's really interesting how, you know, the last four years has all been focused on, on short form content, which I'm a big fan of. I'm actually mm-hmm. better at telling jokes in short form than, you know, the you long are. form. You really are. <laughs> that, I mean, it, I, I really enjoy short form. I think it's super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also something like you just said to um, and it's the reason I listen to podcasts all the time. I got other stuff to do. If I'm going to go on a walk or if I'm on the treadmill, there's things I want to like, I, I, I might listen to music if I have to, or if I want to stay at a specific pace. Right. We, we all do that. When right. You're Same. But road trips. Yep. Podcasts are lifesavers, especially 100%. from you. Who's driving all the way down to Florida or something like that. Yeah. I, 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 all I listen to is podcasts in the vehicle. It's podcasts or audiobooks, and it's one or the other. Yes, yes. So, but but for <laughs> sure, absolutely. So it's 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 been ninety minutes. More. Whoa, time flies. Truly flies when you're having fun. I I think the first hour just flew by for sure. Right. Oh I I agree wholeheartedly. So if you will indulge the fact that at the end of every single one, every single podcast, yes. we uh. We we do a lightning round Disney question, and you gave me a teaser uh, and, and of what it I, could be. I, I I did. I'm slightly S- nervous. <laughs> no no I need. Told to, you I'm brain dead after work today. <laughs> you're you're fine because all this does is lead to another thirty minutes of conversation. So wonderful. I'm kidding. Wonderful. No, we'll, we'll, we can we can uh, we can make it 
whatever it needs to be. So, favorite Disney World park? World park. Hollywood Studios. Favorite ride in that park? Uh, that's so hard. Well, then give uh, me two. Sorry? Give me two. Give me what whatever your, your tiebreakers are. I'll explain why. Because I yeah. love Hollywood Studios because I love good shows and I love fast rides. So mm -hmm. I would say almost Rock and Roller Coaster and the Beauty and the Beast show. Or Fantasmic. Fantasmic. Because I will count those Got as it. attractions. Is that allowed? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Unpopular opinion. I have not watched Fantasmic. Ever. I'm done. I'm gone. Yeah. Well. I'm done. I can't. I, I can't. Hey, I thanks can't. for being here. Appreciate it. Check out Morgan. We're uh, going to get. I'm all almost the more upset about that than the not liking Disneyland thing. Yeah. And Disneyland's Fantasmic yeah. is significantly better. I know the dragon just blew up earlier this year, but that's what I hear. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's not for any other reason than uh, we just don't just haven't haven't done it it's 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 odd it was really funny like a couple trips ago i think it was 2019 like we walked in and there were people we had seats and we're just like yeah we're not going to we went in to see people that we knew that were at the park to say goodbye because we were leaving the next day and we're like eh, our flight's early we're out <laughs> like, yeah. it's a really Okay, my justification for Phantasming, it's not just a stage show. It's not just fireworks. It's not just water projections. It's stunts and this. It's it's everything just yes. into one. And it's amazing. And Mickey 100%. and the princesses and the update with Frozen characters and Mulan. And so good. So good. <laughs> favorite restaurant. Favorite, uh, favorite table service restaurant at Walt Disney World. Okay, I will say this with the disclaimer. I am a poor college-esque age, not college age it's anymore. Fine. I, I mm -hmm. like to think student. Um, so we don't go, I don't go to the fancy restaurants too often. But I think when I was working for the Diz, I think my favorite food area, oh my gosh. What was the name? I will say the most memorable food was the chocolate bar souffle not souffle thing but at the grandestino tower on the top restaurant on top with the changing colors and it was so beautiful i think that was toledo the snickers, yes. the snickers bar yes yeah i was banging super good. that was my favorite so toledo's is it all right what's your i, I want to say yeah toledo's is solid it's super good mm -hmm. um it doesn't get a lot of love anymore. It kind of, because it came out in 2019 and oh. then it didn't, ha it didn't have a chance. It didn't, we stayed there in no. 2019 and then it didn't, it didn't have a chance to grow that fandom and it was gone. And then it took a hot minute for it to come back. So it doesn't surprise me that it's, it's one of those. I think got the people hooked yet. <laughs> it did that in Dahlia bar, to be honest, Destino yes. yeah. Grand Destino tower is uh, gorgeous, completely overlooked as a place to go. Not, not stay. I mean, it's great to stay at. It's a little mm -hmm. overpriced for what it is, but you can get um, uh, what deluxe quality at a moderate price, you know, yes. three thirty a night. If you get it on, if you get a, get it 20, 20% off, it's not terrible. We, we got a deal. It was $169 a night. 
when it first opened. We were there two <sighs> weeks after it opened. Yeah, it was insane. It was it, the, the, okay. it's, it still smelled like paint. <laughs> it was crazy. It was so fresh. <laughs> it was. It was. And Dahlia is fantastic. And then you go downstairs to Barcelona, which is mm-hmm. super good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, the decor there is so gorgeous, too. It is. It is. It's like Vegas with a Mickey twist. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Love it. Love it. So so favorite lounge to attend? I'm going to say Trader Sam's okay. at Disneyland. Land? I will give you that. Tra- Trader Sam's at Land. I spent more time there during D23 Expo yep. than D23. Um, <laughs> th- that's probably not a lie. If Shep is still in the chat, he will tell you the same thing. We were there mm-hmm. two of the four nights we were there. Um, and probably would have been three if we didn't go out to speakeasies the other nights. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so, okay. So favorite drink at Trader Sam's. Can I, can I, can I say favorite drink overall? Cause it's at a different location. Yeah, it's fine. Favorite drink overall. Okay. I keep switching your questions. No, I apo- th- listen, listen, these are not set in stone. Trust me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Some people are like hard and fast rules and I'm like, ah, <laughs> but I don't drink that often. I, I just, I, I had my 21st birthday at Epcot during my college program. It was a wonderful experience ever since then. I'm like, this isn't fun anymore, but <laughs> <you're> <laughs> as fun when you're of age, but my favorite drink overall of all of Disneyland resort is the moonshine sour at the America pavilion next to the regal Eagle. Yes. It tastes like a starburst. It is so good. (gasps) Is that the Scooby doo dog? It it is. Here you go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Hello doggy. What's your dog's name again? His name is Winston. Winston. Hi buddy. Yes. I, I see it. Yes. I get you. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Thank okay, you for being at the so, Polynesian. Yeah, thank you for being at the Polynesian. Uh, they, it is not a dog-friendly resort. So, uh, so whiskey sour or uh, moonshine sour? Have not had it yes. yet. Yes. Um, because it, it it dropped afterwards. I'm pretty sure. Yes, or like right before COVID. Yeah, yeah, it was right. All those ones that happened right before COVID. Yes. Uh, favorite World Showcase Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Okay, I I want to say France, and this is even before Ratatouille. I I just have very fond memories of going to the France Pavilion during my Disney College program, and I was till the very end of the program. My birthday's in December. Very end of the program, um, all my friends were of age, and I wasn't, and so they would sneak in water bottles of um, cupcake vodka, and right. we would go go to the France Pavilion, get a big thing of ice cream drizzle the cupcake vodka over it and then i'll just eat it and we got real tipsy off of ice some ice cream so there you go it's like like getting the the gelato uh martini that you can actually get but yes 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 i guess we invented we inspired it i I don't know how long ago yeah the uh (laughs) the hey this is my water bottle trick yeah yes yes oh so good stop that is not for you to chew on (laughs) We are on live, sir. We're on live, <laughs> sir. Yeah. Um, Scooby-Doo wouldn't act this way. He, he, he wouldn't. <laughs> so so Fran- France Pavilion. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on one second. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. 
Sorry. The, uh, love you, buddy. The, uh, the, 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 the little dude came to the rescue and to get all of the things Aww. that Winston was illegally chewing on. He's seven. He shouldn't dude. be doing this. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Makes me think um, of like a crush and squirt. Like, you got it, dude. Get he, yeah. Hundred, 100%. 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, favorite resort to stay at? Oh, if I had the money, the Riviera Resort, because it opened the day after my birthday. Mind you, not in the same year, obviously, because it was came out in 2019 but right. i love the european french inspired yeah. look and the elements um i did get to stay there once um because of the diz which i'm very very thankful for right. and it, it i just i would love my house to look like that like it's <laughs> right. just subtle enough disney and gorgeous regal i just love it I just right love it. and the smell there is wonderful and you're next to the skyliner come it on Hundred percent. I'm a I'm a fan. Have not stayed there yet. Have explored it. So it's mm -hmm. it's really solid. Yeah. Um. So good. Yacht club guy myself, to be honest. Oh, very if I'm, nice. If I'm if I'm if I'm dropping the coin, Might yacht club well. over Grand Flow over Polly. As much as yeah. I love both. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, yacht club. We've had actually in 2014 we we were at the yacht club that year for all of the. Uh, all the frozen stuff whenever they had the frozen fireworks oh, at hollywood studios we'd be yes. able to see that right after illuminations perfect you can just turn yeah. your head this yeah, way, which, that way yeah which good spot to be look at you it was, it was solid <laughs> nothing like watching those from uh storm along bay so gorgeous yes all right favorite character sleeping beauty favorite face character to meet sleeping beauty in disneyland okay I have a friend. Yeah. Is <laughs> friends with them. Yes. We we became friends because she remembered me three months mm -hmm. after me meeting her. She goes, you're Morgan, right? And she was my favorite to go meet because she looked and acted just like her. And I'm perfect. like, that's the real Sleeping Beauty. I don't want all my cast member friends that are friends with characters. I, I don't want to know her name. I don't. And then. <laughs> right. She, she's the real one. She's the mm. real sleeping beauty. Exactly. Um, but she remembered me and we eventually did become friends. And so now every time I'm in town, I go visit her and uh, visit her in February. And I surprised her and we keep in touch. She's she's a wonderful human. And I messaged her the first thing when we got connected. I said, that's awesome. You do not know how much magic you've made for me. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, that's fantastic. And, and again, that's the thing about going and seeing characters like that is that's that's it. Um, yes. Okay, so so we got that favorite snack that isn't popcorn. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna mess with your question again. You're fine. My favorite snack situation is yes with popcorn, but also at the same time a um, Minute Maid lemonade frozen cup. So you got the salty, you got the sweet, while sitting on the side waiting for the parade to come. Right. Perfect. That is that's my happy place. That right is there. that is crazy. That is the most <laughs> theme park like that is the most generic theme park answer you could ever have. It is not generic. Well, Everybody says Mickey it. bar. No, 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 you're you're exactly right. I get it. It's it's up there though. 
Mine because is like very specific. It's like, it's like it, it is very specific, but like <laughs> it's like okay, I'm gonna go to the cart that's closest to me, and it has popcorn in that, and I'm buying both. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Touche, touche. I will I'm get just, that. I'm, it's I'm, it's I'm typically like, a one stop yeah. shop. <laughs> Look, normal. Normally, you have people who are Disney nerds answering this question, and they're like, "Well, I like." The Herbescu from the Flarbity Barb. And it was whatever Flarbity. the newest one is. Right? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, no, no, no. Consistent yeah. across the board. And I'm specifically and I'm, waiting for the parade. I, and I respect that. Thank you. Thank a you. lot. And more specifically, the dollar refills. Well, back in my day, it was a dollar well, refill. Now, now it's $2 yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's great. And honestly, if you can eat that much popcorn, it's worth it to get a popcorn bucket if you're going to be there for a week. Right? If you're cool with carrying it and doing whatever... That's awesome. Has the popcorn bucket craze gotten out of control? In the U.S., yes. Okay. In the international parks at Tokyo, I have a Dumbo flying popcorn. Their quality and design and durability of their popcorn buckets over there are absolutely phenomenal. I, I have a Dumbo one. It's right over there. I could go get it. But I don't feel like getting up right now. Right. But it's I got it in 2019 when I went. It's durable. The the ears move. The lid opens. It it's so well done and so well made. And you know they've had the Tangle Lantern that actually lights up like a Beauty and the right. Beast stained glass it's popcorn crazy. bucket. Yeah. They get so creative over there. And mm -hmm. so yes, for the answer, U.S. Yes, the popcorn buckets are not as up to par as the international ones, but the craze has gone a little crazy over here. Right, Tokyo, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> Sweet. Love that. All right. Favorite festival at Epcot? Oh, um, Festival of the Arts, because I could, if someone gave me a gift card, I would probably buy something from every single art, right. artist. Yeah. Um, I've actually interviewed um, a couple artists like Ashley Taylor and, oh my gosh, what is his name? John Coulter, who mm -hmm. used to be friends with Tarzan and be in the Tarzan rock show back in the day and oh, then wow. turned into a Disney artist. Yeah, that's so, awesome. That was a phenomenal interview as well. Again, I, it, it's hard to pick a favorite episode. Right. No, it's great. That's awesome. Um, but I love, I loved artists. I love all the creativity in that. Um, yeah, Festival of the That's Arts, hands down, That's no hesitation. Fantastic. Um, favorite snack from your favorite festival? Oh, from my favorite festival. Wait, was. Violet lemonade, that's flower and garden. That's flower and garden, it? but you can say that. That's fine. I'll, okay. I'll, 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 I'll allow it. Everyone loves it. It's I, it. I had it for the first time this year, and I'm like, really? I have been missing out on this the whole the time. time. Yep. I was yeah. like, my background almost looks like the color looks like it the does. color of violet lemonade now that we it say does. That. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, the, uh, the girls, so uh, Brandy and Gianna, uh, they ended up going for my daughter's 12th birthday. Um, so they did Flower and Garden. I have not done Flower and Garden yet. So next year is Dawson's. So it's father-son trip um, next summer. So we shall see. I don't know how much Flower and Garden time we're going to spend. but Because uh, <laughs> that's what boys want to see. Well, hey, there's, there's food and there's gardens and we'll, there's we'll figure garden. it out. But uh, yes. But yes. So um, too bad he's not old enough to DD. Oh, you do the minivans. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember yeah. saying that. Mini, minivans <laughs> for sure. 
for sure. Um, okay, so do 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 Give me a tough one. Come on. I'm ready for it. I, I ask the questions all day. I like I like these questions. I know. I'm trying to think. There's really not there's really not a lot of tough ones. Like, I mean, it um on property or off property. Oh when you go down. Oh at Disney World? Yeah. On property, but probably an all stars. Right. Well, nothing wrong with that now. They're a thousand dollars a night, anyways, either way. Yes. And we're not so. spending the t- like I'm only going to my hotel to eat and sleep or mostly just to sleep and wash myself right. and get ready. I'm not right. spending ample amount of time in there or maybe taking a midday nap, if anything. Right. Other than that. Yeah, it's it's completely changed. I mean, that's how it was early on with the with the little ones. I mean, obviously we wanted a room, but uh, but now it's like the majority of time, like the amount of time that we actually spend in our resort is is significantly more than we used to. Um, it's a different speed at this point. Um, I mean, kids like to run, but we're we're summer people, so it it burns you out well it does and if you don't go back in the afternoon you're done for the evening like Mm -hmm. our biggest tip is we'll do magic kingdom and we don't eat at magic kingdom we'll do everything Mm -hmm. and then lunch is kona or steakhouse 71 or grand cali or uh, california not california grill uh is it california grill no, no, that's it. But I'm not that they they're not open for lunch. I'm what's the uh oh Grand Floridian Cafe, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, the, Contempo. The, no, is that it? No, no that's the a the contemporary. The, duh. Yeah, yeah. No. So, any rate, we usually hit that, and then we just monorail jump around, and we end up at the Grand Flow and just hang out in the lobby for three oh. hours and just cool off listen, and do whatever, and then we figure listen it out to the from piano, there. smell all the smells. Yep. 100%. Just there. So good. Yep, 100%. Um So from from a Marvel capacity, you have not been to France, right? So you can't no. you can't say which Marvel land is better, correct? Correct. Um my plan is to go hopefully soon. Um I, I have been learning French for 561 days, so I go. can go go and don't no one try to talk to me in French yet. I'm not quite there yet, right. but I, I would like to go and understand what's going on. My, my big bucket list goal is to be able to speak fluently every single language a Disney park is in, um, because when I went to Japan, the people were absolutely incredible. Right. And it just made me wanted to communicate with them. They were so kind. The culture is so phenomenal and they're just so welcoming. But yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 I, I would like to do um I'd like to do the Asian parks. The I, I keep hearing fantastic things, but it'll probably yeah. be Paris first. Um yes. but so I always end on this. Okay. If you have obviously a ton of experiences at Disney. If you could relive one of those experiences over, what would it be and why? Oh, I don't know why I'm like getting emotional thinking about e- this. Everyone cries during this, so you're fine. Ah, you really do save the world. Um, I kind of hope my dad never sees this, but 
my dad and I, um, I'm his only daughter. I have two other brothers. We are not very close. We're very, very different. Like I'm more creative brain and he was in the military kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we, we've butted heads my right. whole life. Um, oh. Gosh, Dave, why you got to do my this? Bad. My bad. <laughs> um, but and, and he enjoys Disney. He has liked Disney um, as long as me, if not longer, because he's been going with his family. And I know Harmonious is such the most atrocious, ugliest barges <laughs> right. that they had. But my parents actually came down to visit me in Florida this past December uh, for my birthday. Or it was a week before my birthday, my actual birthday. And it was my mm-hmm. 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you know, my mom was there as well, but we, oh my gosh, <laughs> Dave, I'm almost mad at you. <laughs> That's fine. That's why I'm here. Um, but we like just watched the fireworks and the harmony show together mm-hmm. and it was, I would love to relive that because we, again, we still aren't as close as I would like us to be, mm-hmm. but that moment was just like, Anything bad that ever happened between us or any butting heads over all those years just went away. Mm-hmm. And it was such a magical moment for me. And I've never talked about it. So you're the God exclusive. And you're well, making me cry. Well. <laughs> but watching Harmonious and like I'm sad to see it gone. But I kind of that was like the one and only time mm-hmm. I ever did see it. So right. it's kind of like that's just reserved for that one memory with my dad. So and, and it was a good memory. And that's fantastic. As as a father of a daughter, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. So girls are hard. They, girls are hard. I can. They, they, they are. <laughs> oh. so, so so are dads. So, <laughs> I, so. I can imagine it, it it being hard to father a daughter, because you know girls are different, and then dads are doing their own thing. Especially how different personalities my dad and I mm-hmm. are. So yeah, it's uh. Oh. There's, you know, there's, uh, there's always those moments, right? Like, I mean, and it's the reason I asked the question is because it's always something that, uh, that, you know, you can't ne- necessarily go back and do, but you always have that memory. So appreciate yeah. you sharing. I know it's, it, yeah. Whew. Uh, you guys save, uh, save for a good one. It's, uh, uh, Cause I, I do cry on my show. There are some stories that really get me and i'm like as a host i'm trying to keep it together and i'm like i I can't i gotta let the feels (laughs) let them free (laughs) oh my gosh well Well, i I love it listen morgan thank you this was an absolute blast um make 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 sure you check out uh the just the magic podcast kenneth will drop some links um all the all the things uh morgan stark double underscore for the og instagram and then uh, obviously the uh, uh, just some magic podcast IG. Check it out on wherever you can download your favorite podcast, and this will end up becoming one of those. Oh. Morgan, anything else you want to say? Yes, I have one more thing. Go Anybody for it. listening, 
Obviously, you guys are huge theme park fans. I am constantly looking for more stories. And this is how I got Dave. I made a shout out on another show I was on. And then I met Dave. And now we're here. And I'm just, again, meeting so many amazing people. So, again, reach out to me on Just Some Magic on Instagram. That is the fastest way to get a hold of me. And I would love to have anybody come on the show and share your most magical moment. But, Dave, seriously, thank you so much. Like, I feel like I truly made a new friend and I, I hope to run you run into you and your family in the park soon. Hopefully hundred percent. Cool. I'm going to end this. We'll talk in a minute. All right. All right. Love you all. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye.